Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode eight of What Will Bring Along the Way. I'm Tev. And I'm Maeve. And we're so happy to have you back. Yes, we're super excited. Today, we're going to be talking to two of our really good friends, Sonia and Kim. Um, They are going to be chatting with us all about their experiences doing the IB program. They're going to talk to us about coping under stress, mental health, organization, and much more. So we're really excited to talk to them today. Anyways, before we begin, Maeve is going to just go over the intention for the week quickly. So for this week, um, I thought I'd do an intention about connections. I think it kind of relates to our interview in a way. Uh, Sometimes when Tev and I are looking for people to interview for our podcast, we sometimes forget um, the connections that we have with people. Um, And I've been thinking a little bit about it, just, just thinking about those people that you can rely on and also the opportunities that you have at the present moment it might not seem like you have very many but reaching out and maybe even like chatting with some people I know we had like a video call a couple like maybe last week with a few friends and that was really fun so yeah my intention stay in touch if you can Um, whenever you have the time put it towards strengthening those connections with people so yeah that's a great intention I think it's so easy to fall out of like staying in touch with people I mean it's obviously um not a one-size-fits-all situation obviously it's sometimes good to distance yourself if you're not feeling good about someone but you know just in general making that effort really does go a long way sometimes and I know it's hard like especially with scheduling like zoom calls and stuff when we're all at home like that's a lot harder but once you actually do it, at least in my situation, it makes me feel a lot better. And I usually have a really great time. So yeah, and we like restarted the call so many times. It was so fun. Shout out to uh, Isma, Kim, Sonia, Vani, and Gabby. Gabby. Yes. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. So let's get into our interview for the day. Here is Kim and Sonia. Yay. Hi, Sonia. Hi, Kim. Welcome to the pod. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. No I'm problem. so excited. Yeah, we're really excited to have you guys on too. Um, this is our first episode with two guests at once. So this is going to be really fun. Um, and yeah, so do you guys mind telling the listeners, maybe just one at a time, a little bit about yourselves um, and maybe just briefly, like what your plans are for next year. Yeah, for sure. So my name's Kim. I'm currently done grade 12. So I finished all my classes. So I'm relaxing right now. Um, and my plans for next year, I, I'm debating between going to Waterloo to study math and business and going to UBC to study computer science and business. My name's Danya and like Kim, I'm done high school now um, because we're both in the IB program and we just had our exams canceled. So we're done learning everything in high school. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, pretty much just relaxing right now and taking some time for myself. And my plans for next year are 
going to the biomed sci program at the University of Guelph. Awesome. Marty Pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're both so smart. We Maeve, we were all in the pre-IB program together at our high school. Um, and then Maeve and I uh, dropped out. In... No, you guys are honorary IB students. It's true. Fine. True. Yeah, true. we have our connections. So. Yeah, yeah I'll accept exactly. that. Yeah. It works out. <laughs> yeah, um, it does. Okay, so maybe I'll start with some rapid fire questions. So if you could answer these in a word or two. Uh, maybe we can like alternate between you two. So first, um, Kim, what is your favorite meal of the day? My favorite meal of the day is dinner because I eat the most at dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, awesome. And what's yours, Sonia? Um, Probably breakfast. I think it's just like, I'm always hungry at night, but I never really eat because I feel guilty so like waking up and then just looking forward to eating yes I relate <laughs> I like Maeve knows this like if I could eat breakfast for every meal I would well I kind of do I, <laughs> I just eat breakfast food like all day I love breakfast next Maeve. question um what is your best high school memory maybe Sonia start this time oh um I think it'll probably be like walking on to the stage at DECA Provincials and then like having her name called um, just because it was like it was something that we've been waiting for for so long and like we finally qualified for internationals that was that was pretty great yeah it's a shame you couldn't go yeah yeah that's okay it's honestly like me at my house Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> same same level of fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I also like um the memory that Sonia talked about, but another one would be like semi, like when the crowd mm-hmm. would get really hyped up to a good song and then like everyone's jumping. And I know it's kind of like gross because everything's really hot and people are sweaty, <laughs> but like I don't know, it's just like the energy, and I really miss being around that many people. But that was definitely one of my favorites. What are your favorite, uh, like, what's your favorite podcast and or TV show um, or an album that you could listen to again and again? So my favorite podcast, oh, I wish I could say yours, but unfortunately, (laughs) Michelle Obama's podcast, I really like hers. I don't know why, but I think she's really cool. And I really like listening to like her thoughts and like her experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And then favorite TV show is... um, I really liked How to Get Away with Murder. Like the first few seasons were really good. And then third favorite album, I don't have one, but I, I like like a variety of music. So it's hard to pick one. So yeah, I'll leave That's it at fair. that. That's fair. Those are good answers. Okay, Sonia, what about you? I'm actually not listening to too many podcasts. I think that's like one of my goals before I start university to like start listening to more podcasts. Um, so hopefully I'll have like an answer for you in a few months. <laughs> okay, sounds good. You can report back. <laughs> exactly. Um, my favorite TV show would probably be Friends. Um, and my favorite album, yeah, like him, I don't think I could choose. There's just there's too many songs that I like. Yeah, that's really yeah. I'm not even an album person. Sorry, man. Yeah, me neither. I feel like I listen to individual songs. And- yeah, mm-hmm. me too. It's better. Yeah. 
I like it better. There's like a couple albums that are like you can listen to all of them, but I feel like I'm I'm the same. Like there's a song or two that I like, but not the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, awesome. You want to do the last one, Maeve? Sure. Um, our last rapid fire is what are you most looking forward to in 2021? Probably the university experience. I think like fingers crossed that it's as normal as it can be. Um, but yeah, just like starting afresh in a new year in like a new place. Okay, <laughs> whenever this happens, I don't know when it's happening, but I'm excited to be in a crowd again. I want to be surrounded by people and like either like watching a movie like with a big crowd of people or like mm-hmm. listening like mm-hmm. like going to a concert or something or like being on like at an amusement park like like mm-hmm. everyone's so happy and the energy is so good I miss that a lot I know just want to get crushed by people <laughs> I miss that yeah exactly like even just like even if you wouldn't even go into like a big crowd just like knowing that the possibility is there that you could <laughs> yeah for sure you know um mm. and I Maybe miss I relate short not really a crowd person but... <laughs> <laughs> you like hillside. Nice. yeah I like hillside hopefully yeah. sometime soon we'll all be able to be in a nice sweaty crowd again <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep Love it. Um, okay <laughs> now we are going to move on to the main questions um so do you want to start us off Maeve? sure um Tav's very good at this she's like do you want to start it off I never said that but um anyways so our first question is can you tell the listeners and us a little bit about your experiences in the IB program so IB program I think there's a lot of great parts of the IB program and there are some challenging parts but I'd say overall like the good parts especially in a like non-pandemic year really like outshine like the challenging parts because like if I look back in the past two years I can't really like pinpoint like being stressed for a test or like um like being worried about like an upcoming assignment or something but I do remember like all the memories that I share like with um my IB peers and like all the cast projects that I did um and like the feeling of being done now is it's really satisfying and um, I'm really grateful for the past two years in the IB program. That's a great answer. Yeah, it must feel like so relieving, like after all that hard work. And also like, obviously it's like can be very rewarding, but you guys have to do those extra things like the cast projects and everything. So it must just feel like so relieving, yeah. and, like satisfying. It definitely had some challenging parts. And I think it does like test your like work ethic and like mm-hmm. it make you have to stay motivated or it's like, you start to fall behind but yeah um, I think just having the community of like other students who are going through the same thing is really nice and um overall I think hopefully I'm better prepared for university because of it but we'll see I'll update you guys about that (laughs) Kim would you recommend it to other people or um I think I would uh if you think you can handle the challenge then definitely go for it there's a lot of benefits to the program and um challenging yourself is also really important and um so if you think you can do it then why not mm-hmm. go for it okay yeah. <laughs> Sonia what about you what was your experience like um I know coming in to year one of IB um I started feeling like really stressed just because the workload changed like quite a bit from grade 10 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a bit of a struggle for me to figure out what courses I wanted to do because I was debating between like the engineering math pathway and then more like the sciences bio pathway. So I switched into economics from psychology for like a week and then about two weeks later I went back into psychology um (laughs) so that's just telling you that like nothing is set in stone and like high school and especially the IB is um an experience where you truly get to find yourself Mm -hmm. um and like what Kim was saying I think one of my favorite parts about IB was the people um like coming into IB in the first year I was like I don't know how I'm gonna get along with everyone because I didn't really know a lot of the people too well um but now it's like our cohort has actually gotten quite a bit smaller um and it's like we're all a close-knit family so it's really nice that's so nice and and it's great to hear that you both uh like felt like you had such a good community because obviously like I can imagine that I mean I know for myself too like that just helps you get through those stressful times um I mean I'm not saying it's like you know the only thing but it's definitely helpful so going off of that what do you think um like what do you think kind of bonded your group together the most or do you think there was something that like um helped you guys all become close or do you think you were all always close from the beginning because obviously the program got a lot smaller um in yeah we definitely weren't that close in the beginning because <laughs> I can think back to like the beginning of grade 11 and we were all saying to ourselves like I don't know if I can be yeah. friends with these people like um, I feel like all my friends are not doing IB um, how is this going to go and I know we were all really nervous about that but I think first of all just having to spend your time like that much time with the people over and over again you get really close and like you develop inside jokes and um you you experience the same thing so you can relate to that and it kind of bonds you in that way um and I think also one of the big um turning points in which we really became bonded as a cohort was the IB camp oh yes yeah we spent like a weekend where did we go Sonia (laughs) um no idea wasn't it Braba I don't think it was it was oh it was just outside of Toronto some similar similar to that um but it was really fun and I like that was also one of my favorite memories from grade 11 um and I think Mm -hmm. it really bonded us together yeah Um, question did you guys ever debate like dropping yes (laughs) for sure I think like when things started to get a little bit overwhelming it was like um I know for me I just had the thoughts of like would it be the same if I was in um like OSSD and then I think part of what kept me going was I've come this far and like you face challenges in every journey that you that you choose to go through so um, I decided to stick with it and I'm really glad that I did just because like I feel so proud of what I've been able to accomplish and just like coming out of the program it feels pretty great mm-hmm. yeah I'd say the same thing as Sonia I think all IB students at some point they question whether they're making the right decision because the program is so rigorous and there are times where you really want to give up and honestly if that's the right pathway for you then it makes sense but um I think like the same 
I had the same thought process as Sonia. Um, I'd come this far, so why not just finish it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you guys should be proud though. Like, just like Aww. congratulations <laughs> if we like didn't congratulate you guys earlier. Like, it is such a huge accomplishment, and like, yeah, congrats. That's amazing. Um, Thank obviously, you. no problem. No problem. Um, going off. Sorry, Mae, were you gonna say something? You say something first. No, no, no. It's okay. Okay. I was just, I was just um, finding it really interesting what you were saying, Sonia, about um, like a really good perspective at looking at things about how there's always going to be um, challenges in life that you need to overcome or that you need to try to overcome. I'm just wondering if you guys mm -hmm. could maybe give us your perspectives a little bit um, on what someone could do or any advice you have for someone that is trying to overcome a big challenge that maybe is like more long-term and just very like strenuous do you have any advice like things that they could try to do uh to persevere like when in a tough situation um I think for me one of the biggest things would be to talk to someone like about your problem um or about what you're going through just because I know for me um I was a pretty quiet person and I would just like I would keep what I was going through to myself just thinking that I would be able to get through it um but like going through the IB I realized that everyone around you is experiencing something very similar and just talking through it with them it makes you feel so much better because you're not the only one that's feeling stressed um and just talking to someone makes you feel so much better about it so try to find like a buddy that you can talk to um and maybe it isn't one of your close friends maybe it's someone that um like just a peer that you don't really know too well and you might be more open to share what you're going through with but um yeah just be sure to reach out yeah I'd probably say the same thing as Sonia I think that a lot of the times when we're going through tough challenges we like to think or we don't like to think but we often think that there's no like community to support you and no one will understand what you're going through. But in reality, like we're so lucky to be surrounded by so many loved ones and people who care about us um, and are willing to listen. So um, just trying to seek that out and uh, talk through what you're going through. Um, and then another thing uh, in terms of challenges that I wanted to add is, I think a lot of it is about perspective. Um, in terms of mm -hmm. schoolwork in particular, I am a big procrastinator <laughs> and I think it's not Same. it's not that the the um, task is overly challenging it's the idea of doing the task scares me and like I like overhype it and I think really changing your perspective and looking at the reality of it that it's one project and like thinking about how long your life is going to be and how um, like all the opportunities that are going to be presented to you that this one blimp in your life isn't going to be life-changing so like why not just finish it definitely I definitely agree with that as I feel like I've also been dealing with that over high school too like it's difficult to start things because for me like I don't want to get them wrong and don't want to do badly because I'm definitely a perfectionist mm -hmm. um so I don't know if you guys relate yeah for sure yeah, no, I definitely relate yeah That's, me too but can I ask yeah. a question that returns to IB kind of a little more um, mm -hmm. I'm just wondering is there anything I guess I'll just preface it with like my experience I really enjoyed IB and I really liked the like community aspect as well but one of the reasons I left is because 
I just felt like it was really math, science, business focus. And I, I ended up finding like some really good programs and opportunities to stay in that kind of community. Like everybody really wants to be here kind of mentality, but like that's something that I would improve about IB is just um, having more courses be in focus, but what would you guys improve about the program specifically at GC? Yeah, for sure. I'd agree that there are like some limited courses if you're like going into like a non-math science pathway because you have to take those courses. And I think it's particularly because our IB program is still a little bit new. So we don't have the breadth of courses that other schools might have. Um, and because of this, like there's often a lack of flexibility. And I think Sonia talked about it earlier, how she was debating between an engineering pathway or a bio pathway. And because you're stuck in these courses for two years, it's like a big decision. And if you don't know what you wanna go into or you're not really sure, um, it does get a little bit confusing. So I think um, if, at least in the IIB preparatory program, if they had a greater focus on guiding students and helping them find their career pathway so they feel comfortable in the uh, course choices that they're taking, I think that would be really helpful. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with what Kim said. I think um, like an ideal IB student would be someone that's sort of figured out what they want to do after high school because the program itself is is quite limiting. Um, I think it definitely has a big focus on the math science pathway but if you're someone who wants to go into like humanities or um, more like a literature English pathway it definitely is pretty strong too because you can choose to sort of specialize I guess or focus in on those courses specifically and then try to balance everything else um, with an easier course load easier as easy as it can get in IB um, Definitely, like, I think the conversions also really help to, um, to present yourself as a strong student. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like it's difficult to sway a whole program, especially when it's so new, when like, there's a majority math science focus, I feel like I don't know if I'm wrong, but that's kind of the feeling I get. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's anybody's fault necessarily. But it's Kind of unfortunate sometimes when I see like other schools they offer so many different types of like social sciences and yeah I could take psychology but like I don't want to take a science I don't really know yeah that, you know? yeah for sure I don't really um, know exactly what's happening at the other schools but yeah. I think as the cohorts are getting bigger um, they are offering more classes and like the class sizes are already getting bigger and I expect that they'll offer more classes within our school program yeah, Why don't mm -hmm. you know what every other school is doing in IB? In the <laughs> Unfortunately <laughs> not, May. Yeah, come on, Kim. Oh my God. No, I definitely know that there are like quite a few other courses because picking our courses for IB in grade 10, I remember there being an option um, for an IB gym class. So there oh, yeah, definitely is like quite a variety of courses. It's just, I feel like our staff at DC, because the program is so new, um it's like a little limited mm -hmm. and so the programs or the courses that they have to offer are also um a bit limited right awesome okay maybe we'll move on a little bit um from <laughs> this question but that was that was good that was great uh um, so the next question that we have for you guys today is what is something that you believe should be more normalized slash just talked more about in our society or just even like among teens 
I think I would say um, definitely like mental health struggles that you're going through, especially like pertaining to school and like academics and the grade 12 experience in itself, because you're trying to balance um, your extracurriculars if you if like those are a big part of your life and your school and then also like the big decision of what's going to happen for you next year Mm -hmm. um so I think it should just be a bit more of an open conversation to talk about your struggles and what you're going through um and definitely like making you aware that there are resources to help you out yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and COVID (laughs) yeah for sure yeah yeah definitely Adam, sorry, Kim, you go ahead and then I'll add something on afterwards. Yeah, I'd agree with Sonia in terms of mental health and talking about the challenges that a lot of teens are going through at the moment. Um, And then I think one of the biggest things that I think should be talked about more is imposter syndrome and like kind of the aspect of like comparing yourself to other people, especially with like the prevalence of social media. It's so easy to look at someone else's life and compare it to yours. I think that can be really challenging for some students and it really like detriments their self-confidence, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't great because that's not something we should be doing. Um, but I think it's really common among high school students and just uh, yeah. understanding that and talking about that with your peers and like in your classes um, because it is so common. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. I feel like everybody like suffers from that or like struggles with that maybe not suffers from that like when talking about imposter syndrome like it's so easy especially with social media um you really like obviously don't see what people are going through because who's like I don't know I feel like it's so weird because people are trying to make Instagram more like casual now but like it's still not even that casual you're still putting your (laughs) best foot forward you're still like presenting yourself in the way you want to and is it really that casual? Like, like no. I'm so carefree and so happy. <laughs> and I'm all quirky. It's like, no. I don't know. It's so easy to get caught up in that. Just like mm-hmm. going on other people's or like stalking people. You know, yes. we all do it. We're all guilty of it. But it's like maybe on your down day, you're just like scrolling through Instagram. And it's it makes you feel a bit worse. It definitely is a struggle that should be talked about and I think it's especially hard for students like with universities coming up like people want to know what other people are doing but I think it's important to remember that like everyone has their own pathway and there's no pathway that's particularly better than the other and just remembering that like you're going where you're meant to go in these times where everyone's trying to figure out who they are and who they want to be it's important to remember that like you shouldn't be comparing yourself to anyone else because it's like it's your life to live why would you try to um like try to copy someone else or try to follow someone else's pathway um if it doesn't fit you definitely even with like those university like 2025 accounts it's difficult to be like (laughs) oh look this person and this person like it's difficult to not make the like immediate judgments in your head you know Mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah speaking of that I need to find some pictures where I look cool but like Same. not like I'm talking hard but also like a exactly knife what we're talking about you need to be like carefree but you do. 
Okay, well, exactly. I don't feel bad judging like people who like these Chad guys that are like going to Queens. They're like, I like to party. Here's my <laughs> I'm going into investment banking. No offense to anybody that's going into investment banking. Okay, okay whatever. Anyways, okay. moving on. Uh, do you want to ask the next question, Nate? My question is this is like one of the questions I want to, wanted to ask both of you because this is kind of what I think of when I think of both of you. My question is. What are some of the ways that you stay organized? What are some of the ways that I stay organized? That's a good question. That I, is a good question. I feel like I used to be really organized, right? But then <laughs> the pandemic happened and it got a little bit messy. But I'll tell you about what I used to do that was really great. Um, planners are really good or any way to keep track of everything. Because this year I decided like, wow, I can keep track of everything in my head. Don't lie to yourself because that doesn't work. I ended up getting a planner um, and overall just trying to find an organization method that works for you because like I tried bullet journaling. I tried like just like a to-do list. I didn't enjoy any of those. I enjoyed a planner. People like digital calendars. Just find what works for you and like write it down somewhere and it helps you keep track of everything and stay on top of all your tasks, which is good. Yeah, for sure. I think for me, um, to-do lists are the way to go. Um, I think what I do now is like every night before I go to bed, um, I spend about 15 minutes planning what I want to do the next day so I can be as productive as possible. But it also just helps to like get everything down. Um, And like Kim was saying, you can't keep everything in your head. So writing it down and forcing yourself to think about what you have to do just jogs like a lot of the smaller tasks that you probably forgot about. And it's also really satisfying to um, like check things off as, as you're done them. It makes you feel pretty proud. <laughs> and then wait, also one more thing. Routines are great at keeping you organized. Like if you have like a morning routine that you do every day, like you start off your day strong, you know exactly what you're going to do. And then it makes it easier to start getting into your work. And like, you don't have to worry about what you're going to do when you wake up because you already have a set plan. Yeah. And then also like um, setting a time limit for yourself too. I know that's something that like Miss Warren introduced to us early um, last year. And it definitely really helped this year because as things started to like build up and the workload kind of got a bit overwhelming, um, it was nice to like set a specific time to something and then just move on, force yourself to move on. It can be so hard at times because um, you're like, oh, I'm not done this yet, but you really need to start the next thing. So, yeah, yeah. of course, it was Miss Warren. <laughs> <laughs> we love Miss Warren. <laughs> yeah, I've heard good things. I have never had her, but amazing. Um, no, that's great advice. Yeah, I think setting time limits is actually really helpful. I don't always do it, but like even I sometimes do that. What is that called? That like Pomodoro method or something. I've done that before where you like set a 25 minute timer and then you take like a five minute break and then you like repeat it mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, that is yeah. really helpful. I, I feel like I try like- doing that. It doesn't work for me either. No, <laughs> no. like I, I like to work for long chunks of time. So mm-hmm. if I like break too often, I'll get distracted too easily. Um, but it does work for a lot of people. Yeah. This is like free advice. This was my master plan. 
<laughs> for me I think like I tell myself that I'll use the technique to get started on my work thinking that oh it's only like 20 minutes and then I get a five minute break but then once I get into it it's like yeah I sort of get lost in my work not to sound nerdy <laughs> but it's like yeah I definitely agree with Kim and like working for longer periods of time yeah um, it's just because like once you're in the thought process it just you get you sort of get into the flow Mm-hmm. Yeah. and when you have those pretty ipads where you can take your notes on them it's way more aesthetic <laughs> sonia oh, it is <laughs> so nice um what do you use by the way like do you have like an app or something or like how does it work yeah it's called good notes it's amazing um because you can choose between like so many new colors and then like adding pictures or diagrams into your notes is a lot easier too because you can just like copy and paste it oh my god I'm so enthusiastic about this um (laughs) so I used to love having colorful notes and then I bought like this pack of 100 Crayola markers um and I've sort of gone to waste now because now I have the app but True. yeah whatever whatever suits you to stay organized exactly um and like encourages you to study where are my auditory learners at because <laughs> I find I literally just study through like speaking out loud and like getting oh speak. actually I do that do you oh I will I actually I didn't realize I was in maybe I didn't know that I was an auditory <laughs> but what I do is I always like I have a concept and then I get a whiteboard and I pretend I'm like, I'll literally look in the mirror and I'll like, I'll like point to things and like verbally like explain the topic as if I'm yes. teaching it to someone. Yeah. But yeah, that really works for me. I enjoy me that. Too. Me too. It's so helpful. I Love do it. that too, actually. <laughs> You'll see me like when I'm trying to learn something, I'll just be like walking around and speaking or like <laughs> even before a test, I know like with my mask on Kim would just be looking at me and I'd be like looking off into space <laughs> trying to like rehearse or like just speak it out loud and she'd be like you know Sonia are you okay <laughs> yeah you do what you gotta do honestly really even if you look like weird while doing it it really works better than like reading the notes before the test for me a follow-up question what are you like what are you doing now that you don't have to be so organized about your productivity like how do you how do you spend your time now yeah yeah tell us us. so right now I'm taking a little bit of a break but I do think that I want to start getting organized because like like especially this year I've realized a lot about like momentum and like the importance of like working to like ensure that like when it's actually time to like start studying in September that I'm ready because I feel like if I waste away these months then I like my habits are going to be so bad when I go back to school Mm -hmm. So I'm currently seeking employment <laughs> to <laughs> occupy my time. Um, and I'm trying to start getting like into a regular workout routine and um, starting to learn how to cook before I head off to university. Um, and yeah, like trying to get all these things done before I'm living alone. <laughs> awesome. Okay, I need to learn how to cook too. I still make the same things. Like I could cook if I really wanted to, but I just make bagels like for every meal. So. we love bagels <laughs> they're so good I love cream cheese too anyways go ahead Sonia <laughs> what are you doing with your free time I've definitely been relaxing a lot more um and finally getting back into working out because I know that was something I sort of lost during the school year 
Um, so just right now, I'm trying to get into like a normal routine. Because um, I know that was something that I felt really good about during quarantine. Yeah. I would have like my routine that I would do every day. And it just felt nice um, to sort of have that and just feel like in control. So that's what we're working towards right now. Love it. Just to sort of wrap it up a little bit, um, we have this one question that we always ask all of our guests. What are your wildest dreams in life um, and for the future? Um, And this can be anything, no matter how big. Oh, I'd say my wildest dreams are probably like, I can imagine myself like at a big like tech company in like New York or like one of those big cities like in an office and like leading a business meeting and then like flying to different cities on my carbon neutral private jet (laughs) (laughs) yes and then like yeah just having like being able to travel a lot for work and then like also like I hope like in the future I'll be in like a management position which will be cool and then like if I'm working on cool projects that I like that are like being used around the world. I think that was cool. Mm -hmm. Love it. Inspiration. (laughs) So inspirational. Okay, Sonia. I'm hoping to go into medicine and become a doctor and hopefully um, become like this really prestigious and renowned surgeon in the future. Yes. And I think, yes. And I think apart from just working um also taking the time to like give back to society and and I guess just do some volunteer work as well and, um like in the future when I have the time to reflect I just want to be happy and not really have many regrets of not doing something or not having the time or taking the time to do something that I really wanted to do I love that yeah great and hearing about people's futures I know it's now I'm just like imagining it like Sonia's gonna be such a good doctor yes him you're gonna be nice walking down wait is Wall Street in New York City yeah okay you're gonna be walking down <laughs> Wall Street I can see it now for both of you like it's just so it's just so fun to hear about like how Mae was saying and yeah I don't know it's so inspirational and I I have no doubt that you guys will fulfill all your dreams for sure, for sure. Oh, thanks, Tavia. (laughs) That was really sweet. (laughs) So we usually do some recommendations at the end of every episode. Um, Just like one or two things that you've been loving recently. Um, Maybe, Tav, you can start us off and then I'll go. And then if you guys want to share anything, you guys can go. So I'll just share like one or two things. this week, I started like watching like the Queen's Gambit with my dad and my brother. Ooh. Yes, have you seen it? It's like hard. It's good. <laughs> I really like it actually. Um, it took me. It was one of those shows. I feel like for me, okay, I'm not gonna go on a rant. I feel like for me, I have all these shows where like I want to watch them and then I never do. So it was like nice to finally start it. Um, and it's good. I really like it. It's a uh, like a period period piece, you know. Um, it's about this girl that plays mm-hmm. chess. Um, takes place in what like the most of the sixties. Um, I just think the acting's really good. So yeah, I like that a lot. And then other than that, I did a really quick booty workout this morning from Tasha Franken. Yes. And it was really nice. Have you done her too? 
No, just okay. Your thanks, are. <laughs> yes, no worries. Thanks for hyping me up. I love this. I love this. Um, but yes, I recommend that just because it's quick and easy, but it was good. Um, so yeah, those are my recommendations for this week. We love the booty birds. Yes, <laughs> we do. We really do, especially if it's not. quick. You do not? No, I'm not a workout girl. Maybe because you're, like a... you're already too thick, maybe you don't you don't gotta do <laughs> workouts. No, I I don't I'm thick. I like walks. I like biking, but I'm not really. I like walks too. What are your recommendations? I just have one recommendation, which is not really the norm, but um, I'm reading a book right now, and it's called In the Time of the Butterflies, and it's by Julia Alvarez. And I was doing this project for history class last semester, last quadmester, and this was like a topic that I wanted to do. Um, and then I decided to change it. Um, but I found a fiction slash like historical fiction book about these three women that were part of like a movement in, in the Dominican Republic to topple a dictator. Unfortunately, all of them were murdered, but it is from their perspectives mm-hmm. and it's really, really good book. Do you guys have any recommendations that you want to share that you've been liking recently? Yeah, sure. So topic of self-help books my favorite self-help book is atomic habits it's like one that i find that's have you read it's really good i've heard of it's it it's not yeah, too it. it's not preachy and like he he tells like he breaks down like his philosophy of how to develop habits and like improve your productivity blah 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 in such a great way and it's so engaging because he brings in stories from like um all different types of fields whether it's like sports business like parenting relationships um, and I think it's just a great read and like I find that sometimes like some self-help books like they're either like really long and detailed and they don't really engage the reader with uh, specific anecdotes but um, this one for sure was really good and then a second thing that I'd recommend doing is um, I'm just a really big fan of biking so like if you're mm-hmm. like you spent the whole day like um, on like google meets on zooms doing like school around like like when the sun's just beginning to set like go on a bike ride and like put in some good music and bike down a hill because it makes you feel so much better just to be out in nature and like have that good music playing um and I I don't know I really enjoy it the wind in your hair yeah exactly Sonia (laughs) um and Sonia do you want to share some of your recommendations yeah sure I think um, I remember talking to Kayla about this, but biking isn't really my thing. Um, but I do love going on walks. <laughs> yes. So do I. I love walks, as we um, earlier. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's always nice to like just call up a friend um, when restrictions are a bit looser and just like go on a walk together and catch up for a bit, just to relax and unwind. That's always nice. Definitely. Um, and the other thing that I've been doing recently is just listening to old music, like old songs that I used to vibe with and I really liked um, like two or three years ago. And just listening to them again is really nice because it just brings back like a lot of memories and feelings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely try that out. <laughs> Do you have any like particular songs you want to like shout out? Because I love a good robot oh my god um I was just listening to Justin Bieber's Purpose album yes um 
like where are you now sorry um, sorry was like the song in grade eight i actually like that song <laughs> i okay i i know that was like so overplayed but i actually really like that song that's a good one i was thinking it was good yeah yeah so good thank you so much for joining us on the podcast um it was really exciting to have a group i feel like it was nice for conversation and you guys provided some really interesting insights and just like general thoughts that i think everybody will relate to and you could give an inside perspective on the ib experience so yes. just to like reiterate what mave was saying like it's so nice to have you guys on um and i feel like we had so many like insightful conversations we got to hear a lot of great advice from you guys but then also it was just like so fun to catch up with you guys and i'm sure that the listeners will enjoy it just as much as we did so thank you so much again oh, for coming on. thanks for having us i really enjoyed it <laughs> you guys yeah, are- i did too and hope you have a great rest of your night so that was sonia and kim um, it was really nice to chat with them. I feel like even though we know each other, we don't always sit down and, and talk, especially in the past year. So Tev has a prompt prepared, I'm pretty sure. I do, I do. So my prompt for the week, I actually was thinking about this morning because I have this book called Journey to the Heart that I mentioned before, which has daily passages in it that you can read. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to begin my prompt with just reading a little quote from, um, this book that really spoke to me and I thought did a really good job of describing, um, how important it is to relax at times and to not always be constantly in a state of doing, you know what I mean? So <laughs> here it is. Maybe it's really vibing with my speech right now, but I really did like this quote. So She says, quiet the part of you that wants to do more, be more, accomplish more. Learn to value how well you do things, even if no one else sees or appreciates your efforts. Applaud your own efforts and the efforts of those you love. Uh, The prompt that I had to go along with that quote is, what are some things that you are proud of yourself for? You know, what have you done that makes you happy? It doesn't have to be some huge accomplishment. What are you proud of yourself for? Just slow down, consider all the amazing things you've accomplished, all of your wins, and they can be big or small. So I don't know. I think this is a good reminder for us all. And I encourage you to use this prompt. Anyways, hope you guys all have a good evening or morning or whenever you're listening to this. And yeah, is that it, Maeve? Yep, that's it. Okay. Okay. Don't forget to tune in next week. This was What We'll Bring Along the Way, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.